You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Hello, hello, Shivani Peterson with the Mortgage Reports, here with another episode. And today we're going to talk about why you would ever consider refinancing your mortgage if your interest rate was going to go up. So a lot of you might be thinking, you wouldn't, right? That's a no-brainer. You refinance to drop your interest rate only. It makes no sense if your interest rate's going up. Who would do this? Well, there actually are some scenarios in which it would make a lot of sense. And we have to start by looking at homeowner equity. Right now in the U.S., homeowner equity has hit an all-time high, according to the Wall Street Journal. They recently reported that the average American has over $200,000 worth of equity in their home that they can borrow against. So what I'm talking about here is a cash-out refinance. Now, there are some reasons that you should definitely not do one, but there are a lot of reasons where it can make a lot of sense for you. So let's think about homeownership, the American dream, right? Whenever you invest your money in something, you're typically making someone else richer, right? So when you buy a product or service from someone, they get your money, their wealth is built. When you invest in the stock market, big companies benefit. But homeownership is different. When you buy real estate, you make yourself wealthier, right? Because as the value of what you bought goes up and the amount that you owe goes down, you're building yourself that beautiful thing that's equity. And a lot of people don't realize how that directly translates into dollars. It's a forced savings account. When you pay a mortgage every month, you pay down some principal and you build your own savings. So when we say that Americans have something like $200,000 of equity they could tap into, What that means is they could take a mortgage. Well, they likely have a mortgage against the property. They could increase the amount of that mortgage and pull cash out of the home that they can use to literally do whatever they want with. Now, some things that I would say are not necessarily great ideas to do with a cash out refinance would be to pull cash out to buy something that's going to create further expenses for you, like maybe buy a boat, right? Because it's not going to have a great return on investment. It's a depreciating asset and It has maintenance costs and gas costs and storage costs. So that's a perfect example of something that maybe not the best idea to pull cash out of your house to buy. But a lot of Americans have other debt, right? Credit card debt, student loan debt, installment loans like cars. If you were to look at your monthly bills and write them all out, an exercise everyone should do every year or two and know where they stand in terms of cash in versus cash out. Well, you've got your mortgages cash out, right? You likely also have a payment on an auto loan. You maybe have minimum payments on your credit cards and you may have payments on student loans. Just examples. There's all kinds of other debts you could have, right? So if you're looking at it, then you've added up what the monthly payments on all of these are. If you come back to your mortgage and think about taking out, let's say you were going to take out $50,000, but you'd eliminate your auto loan, you'd eliminate all your credit card debt. Well, if you look at what your monthly payments that are being eliminated by paying off those debts using the money you pulled out on your mortgage and compare that to how much your mortgage is going to go up, you might be in a position where your cash flow is actually increasing. So then the interest rate on the mortgage is not the main focus because what you've done is alleviate some other debt and improved your monthly cash flow, even if your mortgage interest rate is going up slightly. But then you know, it still kind of hurts, right? To increase the cost of borrowing on such a large debt. Your mortgage is likely hundreds of thousands of dollars. So what do you do? Well, 
I often recommend to clients that it makes a lot of sense to use their mortgage as a debt consolidation tool and eliminate these other higher interest debts like credit cards. But you need to go another step further if your goal is truly to be debt free and reinvest that money that you're saving on those other monthly payments either into an emergency savings fund so that you're properly equipped for any future expenses that could come up or right back into that mortgage to pay it off sooner. So if, for example, every month you were spending $400 on your car payment, I realize that's low and a lot of you are probably spending a lot more than that on your car payment, but that'll only further this point. And you throw that $400 back into your mortgage every month. You're not spending anything more each month, but you'll pay off your mortgage faster and you eliminated that auto debt and don't have that payment anymore. So I would say it can make a lot of sense to increase your mortgage interest rate if you're improving your monthly cash flow. You just have to sit down, run these numbers, know where you stand, and then get with a mortgage professional to see the impact it's really going to have on your mortgage payment. It's all about using your mortgage as a tool to better yourself financially. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 